Hey, this is Lauren Hargrove, co-pastor of Gravetop Church with the Revive Moms podcast. I hope this message makes a difference in your life and truly revives your soul. Enjoy. Today's message is titled, What Did You Say? What Did You Say? And so have you ever truly stopped and listened to some of the things that you say to yourself? Whether it's out loud or in your head, we all talk to ourselves. I'm not saying you're walking around like, oh yeah, and so like talking to yourself, but you know, self-talk. Have you ever stopped and really listened or paid attention to your self-talk? Do you find that most of your self-talk is encouraging and building yourself up? Or is it discouraging and tearing yourself down? Here are some examples of self-talk. I mean, there are so many things that we tell ourselves throughout the day or think within our minds about ourselves or to ourselves. Some of that could look like, okay, I can do this even though I'm exhausted. Have you ever been so exhausted and you're just like, girl, you can do this, pumping yourself up. Or you know what, you're hardcore. You have to look in the mirror and just say, you are hardcore. Or maybe you're an amazing mother. You're trying your best, Lauren. You can do this. Or has some of this self-talk sounded like, get some self-control, girl. You're never going to reach your fitness goals like this. <laughs> or, uh, I screamed at the kids again. They're never going to forgive you. They don't even like you. Or why don't you just be joyful? Stop stressing out and being so nagging. I don't know what your self-talk looks like, but here are some examples that for some reason came to mind, right? But the list can go on and on. It could be so much deeper than that. It is so easy to be so loose with our words, not realizing how powerful they truly are. Our words to ourselves and even to others can have a huge impact on the way we and others think feel and act they have an impact on how we think feel and act you can change the whole course of your day simply by your words if you wake up and you start complaining and gossiping being discouraging whatever that looks like oh today sucks i'm tired oh it's not sunny out like oh man like i have so much to do today if we begin talking like that have you noticed that your whole day has like this dark cloud over it. But if you decide to speak words of life and encouragement, and you just decide regardless of how you feel, I'm just gonna speak this, you know what, I will have a good day, darn it. You know, I will enjoy today. You will begin to feel a shift in your energy and look forward to the day ahead of you. Does that mean every day is gonna be perfect just because of what you said? No, but you can change the way you feel about your day. You know, I've been on both sides of the spectrum many times, and I have found how powerful our words truly are. But what about the way we not only talk to ourselves, but let's talk about how we talk to others. The way we communicate with our spouses, our kids, family members, the people that we love, whoever you are close to, is also just as important. We're not going to be perfect, but the truth is we all do have self-control over our tongue more than we'd like to admit sometimes. Am I right? It's easy to react when we don't like certain things. It's easy to speak our mind and blurt out what we want to say, but sometimes those words just aren't edifying, but instead they just add to the fire. It's not what we say sometimes, but it's how we say it. 
There's a difference between saying, for example, honey, can you please take out the trash when you have a chance to don't you see the trash is full? Can't you just take it out right now? You know, right? I'm sure some of y'all are thinking of different examples and laughing, but you know, this this is what we like to, my husband and I, uh, we, we say this often whenever we're kind of getting a little edgy with each other and maybe later after we cool down, we're like, man, like those were some fighting words. You know, the way you said that, you know, you could have said it a little nicer. Like when you said it like that, you used some fighting words. <laughs> You know, it's not what you say, but how you say it that matters most times. Let's think about to our our kids, maybe a random example. You know, maybe your toddler who's potty training keeps pooping in their pants. They got the peeing in the potty down, but the poop in the underwear. How many times have you washed their poopy underwear that week, right? I know that sounds funny, but hey, I'm sure we've all been there. Here's the different uh, ways we could say, hey, baby girl, we don't go poop in our undies. But in the potty, I know you're learning, so let's try again next time. Compared to, uh, you pooped in your undies again? What part of going potty don't you get? You know, obviously, those are two different ways, and the second one comes across a little bit more intense. You know, they're going to be discouraged and feel, you know, ashamed. But you get what I'm trying to say, I'm sure. But not only are the words we choose important, but the way we choose to say them can make the biggest difference. So with all that being said, today we're going to really learn and talk about how to truly be intentional in speaking positive, life-giving words instead of words that tear ourselves and others apart. Because our words have power. In Proverbs 18.21 it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit whatever you choose to use your tongue for whether it's to speak death or life it's saying you will eat of its fruit you the the consequences of your words will come to pass the the result of what you speak you will uh, see come into fruition in your life if that makes sense and so today we're going to talk about three points one is Um, What do you say to yourself, to the ones you love, and most importantly, what does God say? So we're going to talk about our self-talk, our talk to others, and what God has to say to us. So let's start with to myself. To myself. You know, real talk. um, This is real life for me. So this week I realized that I needed to fix the way I talk to myself. Um, I was talking to my husband in the restroom. We're getting ready for bed. And I was complaining about different personal stuff, right? I was like, oh, this, oh, that, uh, right? And and he looked at me and he was like, it would, Sam, stop. It would, he was like, it would break your heart if one of our daughters was talking about themselves the way you are talking about yourself. And I was like, dang, dude, like, you're right. He continued to encourage me to see my beauty that I am so easily blind to sometimes. And he went on to say, it breaks God's heart knowing that I see myself with such negative views sometimes. So when he said those two things, it really hit me. One, it would break my heart if my girls were talking to themselves the way that I was at that moment. And I would literally bawl. 
And then to know that God is looking down and his heart breaks as a father to know I was beating myself up for whatever reasons, right? And so he went on to encourage me and saying the nicest things, of course, but I realized for the billionth time, because this is not the first time I've realized it and tried to change it, but sometimes you fall back into old habits, right? So for the billionth time, I realized that the way I'm talking about myself is not life-giving, but only feeding insecurity and lies. And I feel like as women, specifically, we are so quick to talk ourselves down. It's so much harder for us for some reason to talk ourselves up, but how easy do we talk ourselves down? We highlight all of our flaws and we wish away belly fat, acne, wrinkles, gray hair, and whatever else we see, maybe on the outside or the inside. Oh, why am I like this? Why do I respond like this? Ugh. But how often do we stop and simply admire our beauty from the inside out? How many times do we just say, wow, I look amazing. My body carried this many babies. My body is wonderful and powerful. Oh, I love my hair, my skin, my smile, my heart, my personality, etc. It seems it's so much easier to talk ourselves down rather than up. We are so fixated on what the world teaches us as true beauty. Most of what is shown as beautiful is literally fixed and filtered through computer programming. So basically it's not real. But there are, many, there are many women who have what it appears to be flawless bodies. And hey, that's okay. Girl, go on with your bad self. Whether it's the body you're comparing yourself to, the personality, the hair, the, the sense of humor, the, you know, all those different things. There's beautiful people everywhere. And that's okay. But that's not the point. The point is, is we got to stop looking at others to determine our beauty. And to start simply looking within. True beauty truly starts from the inside out. The way you feel about yourself inside will radiate on the outside. You can put on all the makeup. You can use all the whitening strips. You can put on that girdle. You can get the boob job. But if you don't get what's on the inside healed and whole first, you will only crave endless counterfeit beauty alterations and you will never be satisfied so we got to change the misconstrued idea of beauty in our culture and that starts with choosing to love all the great things about ourselves even the things we consider flaws and weaknesses because those things are beautiful too and let me be the first to say there's nothing wrong with wearing makeup you want to get a boob job? That's, that's your thing. You want to, you know, do all these different things? Go for it. But if we're doing that without healing the inside and loving who we are, then that is going to get messed up and misconstrued. It's going to be this endless pursuit. But if we know how beautiful we truly are from the inside out, then do your thing. You know, let me ask you another question. How many times have your children overheard you talking down about yourself maybe they didn't respond they're distracted they're playing but they were in the same room do you realize they are learning from you even the way you treat yourself they are learning how to love and appreciate themselves by the way that you love 
and appreciate themselves. They are learning how to care for themselves, how to um, be kind to themselves, how to uh, be healthy, how to take care of themselves by the way they see you do it. We need to begin to talk to ourselves in the way we would only hope our daughters and even sons would love and appreciate themselves. What would break our hearts as a parent breaks God's heart when we don't see the true beauty within us, within us and even our exterior. You are beautiful. And this is not just a message about, okay, don't be insecure, like you look hot, girl, like you're good. No, but really it's deeper than that. The beauty I'm talking about is so much deeper from within who you are as a person. You don't just bring these these uh, physical, beautiful things to the surface that people want. You, you're not just here to please the world by doing your lashes and your hair. But the person you are on the inside is what is truly beautiful. And so I'm going to share three verses um, on this point. In Luke 6, 45, it says, A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And here's the, the kicker. It says, what you say flows from what is in your heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. So if you really stop and listen to what you've been saying about yourself, about others, whatever. But right now, at this point, we're talking about yourself. That reflects that that is what you believe in your heart at its core. And if it is negative and tearing you down, then you have to know that those are lies and that there is some healing of your heart that needs to be done. Because what you say is reflecting what is in your heart. In Philippians 4, 8, it says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. I mean, this isn't just simply encouraging us, like, stop with all these negative thoughts. You know, think about what is pure, what is lovely, what is admirable. Think about these positive things. And the truth is, many of y'all probably know, fixing our thoughts is a hard, is hard work. But it is so worth it. And the last verse, Proverbs 23, 7, it says, For as he thinketh, as he thinks within himself, so he is. As he thinks within himself, so he is. The way that you think about yourself will be seen. It will be who you are, who you are revealing to the world. And so many of us need to renew our thinking. Not only about God, about others, but about ourselves. And we have to know that we are treasured and valuable and beautiful and so many amazing things. And so the way that you talk to yourself matters more than you know. And so let's go on to our second point, and that is what we say to the ones we love. What we say to the ones we love. Have you noticed that sometimes the ones we're closest to are the ones that we are looser with our words with? Sometimes it's easier to respect that stranger selling you home security at your front door rather than your loved ones within your house. 
but the ones dearest to our hearts should be the ones we are so careful to choose our words with. We have to realize that our words hold power and the words that we speak to our children, our spouses, and our loved ones will remain with them whether we say sorry or not. We can ask for forgiveness, but we can't erase the words that we say. Let me ask you a question. Can you remember a time where someone spoke something so encouraging to you that it's remained with you your whole life? Can you think of this moment? Maybe there's many, but is there this moment where someone spoke something so encouraging and life-giving to you that you've never forgotten and you think of it often and it keeps you going and it's something that has gotten you through? What was that? Now, can you remember a time when someone spoke something negative into your life? Is it something that you constantly remember throughout your days, maybe? Or every once in a while, it just, it it resurfaces and you're like, dang, like that was messed up. Can't believe they said that. You know, what was it? How crazy is it that you could quickly remember these specific moments because of what someone said to you. Have these comments shaped your life in any way and affected the way that you thought about yourself? So what we say to others and how we say it truly matters. You know, I've heard many people in my life um, throughout the years give many reasons or excuses for the negative things they've said to people or the negative and rude ways they've talked to people. I've heard this many times. Well, yeah, you know, I'm just tired, you know. Um, I'm just not feeling well, and, you know, they deserved it. Or they're just annoying me. Oh, look, I'm just not having a good day, okay? And saying those things, for some reason, they believe that that's an excuse to treat people rudely. But these, these, really, these are not really good reasons to talk rudely to others. That is not the way that God has called us to love others. We have the ability to practice self-control even when we aren't feeling like it. So even when dealing with our husband or kids or people we love, even when we feel justified to react with high emotion, even when they're asking for it, I encourage you to stop, take a breath, and ask God to help you respond in a loving way. Granted, I am not telling everyone to get it perfect every time because Lord knows I don't. And God is speaking this to me. um, And so I'm a work in progress too. We're not going to get it right every time. But I encourage you in those moments where you want to just not think before you speak, where you want to just go off, where you want to just be rude because you feel justified too, to take a deep breath, to stop, and to literally say, God, help me right now. I want... I don't want to regret my words. I want to speak with kindness and love even when I feel heated. You know, there may be many more times you react. Say what you didn't want to. Overreact and maybe even yell. But if you allow God to step in and help you, He will. You will begin to be more intentional in what you say and how you respond as you put more focus and prayer to it. So let's choose to use our words to build others up, to love others, encourage others, especially those that we love most. And you know what they say, you attract more bees with honey, right? 
being sweet attracts the attention the responses and the love you desire from others rather than being harsh and rude with your words because your words matter and so i'm going to read a couple of uh, verses on this point and james 1 19 and it says you know this my beloved brothers and sisters now everyone must be quick to hear slow to speak and slow to anger now that's hard because many of us are quick to speak and quick to anger right and then listening uh, i don't know but it, god is encouraging us like hey we'll pump the brakes be everyone must be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to anger and colossians 4 6 it says let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. I mean, what is that saying? Let your, your words be kind. Let it be, you know, genuine. Let it be attractive. Like, you know, you, you get what that's trying to say. Let, let it not be a conversation of just gossip and slander and all those things, you know. We're all a work in progress here, right? And in Proverbs 10, 19, and 21, it says, Too much talk leads to sin. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. The words of the godly encourage many, but fools are destroyed by their lack of common sense. So that verse is a little bit more hardcore. But if you notice the times that we've all got caught up maybe in gossip or just going off about somebody, and and the more you get into it, the more you kind of feel like ugly, like, dang, like, maybe I should stop. But it only, like, feeds it, and it's, it's like it, it makes you go down this rabbit trail of, of talking too much. And the truth is, is the Bible, what this verse is saying is, like, when you get caught up into that, it only leads to sin. When we are getting caught up in too much talk, it leads to these negative um, behaviors and negative words. And so sometimes we just got to take a step back and be... Uh, quick to listen rather than quick to speak and just take a moment to think about what we're saying so with this point we talked about the way we talk with the people that we love and so let's go ahead and end on our last point and that is what God says let's talk about what he says so we talked about ourselves we talked about others now let's really like talk about what God says So with all this talk, let's end by talking about what God says about us. God made no mistake when he made us. And it breaks his heart when we don't see the beauty and what he created. And that is you. Through our life, we have heard many comments about who we are. Some have been pretty positive. Maybe it's the, your grandpa who always encouraged you. Maybe it's your mom. Maybe it's you know, a stranger on the street, your friends, your siblings. And some of those comments have been pretty negative from those same people. And we begin to believe these as our truths. Though some may be good truths and accurate, many are not. That's why it's so important to go to God's word for your truths. He is the one who created you, and He is the one who knows you even more than you know yourself. He longs for you to know your identity, to love everything about you that He created, and to be confident in the woman of God that you are. He doesn't want you living a life feeling less than and insecure. 
He doesn't want you filling your heart with these lies because what's in your heart ultimately comes out. The way we treat ourselves is also reflected on how we treat others. So it is important to choose to believe God's word above all others. So what does God really say about you? I'm going to share just a couple of verses that give a small glimpse, but it's up to you to dig deeper and find the countless loving truths that he wants to reveal to you. And that's by getting in his word yourself. But here are just a couple. In 1 Peter 2, 9, it says, For you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he has called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. In Deuteronomy 7, 6, it says, For you are holy, a holy people who belong to the Lord your God. Of all the people on earth, the Lord your God has chosen you to be his special treasure. In Song of Songs 4, 7, it says, You are altogether beautiful, my darling, beautiful in every way. And I'm telling you, there are countless other verses that God wants you to discover in his word that will open your eyes to see what he says about you, how much he loves you, how much he cares, what he's done for you, and who you truly are in him. You're forgiven. You're redeemed. God has made you new. You are called. You are chosen. You are beautiful. You are unique. You are so many things. And God wants you to believe those truths over what other people have told you, over what you've believed about yourself over the years because of the struggles you've been through. But what you've been through and what others have said to you does not truly determine who you are. But his word is what truly determines that. You know, there is a season in my life, in my life, that I began to write down biblical affirmations. I've shared this before. And I would discover these verses in the Bible that would always stick out to me and encourage me. Some of the ones I shared. And I would write them down. And I even had a, a where I was living with my roommate at the time, I had one of those sliding uh, mirror closets. And I literally got myself one of those dry erase markers and I wrote affirmations completely filling both sides of my closet and I would put all and they're biblical so I would find verses I liked and I would paraphrase it and I would write I am strong in the Lord I am full of purpose I am confident I am healthy I am strong I don't even know it was everywhere right and I would recite them every morning before I went to work out loud just say it and I would believe it and I would say it with my heart But why did I do this? Because I was desperately, I desperately wanted to believe God's word over the countless insecure lies that I had lit, I believed for many years. You know, throughout my years, I believed different things with broken relationships, toxic relationships left me feeling insecure and less than family issues, whatever you name it is there, right? We've all had those experiences. And I realized one day that I thought I didn't think very much of myself. And I was just this insecure little pity party. And I was like, okay, no. And so God began to show me that he didn't want me to live like that, believe that, feel that. And so that is why I decided to renew my mind, to begin hearing and listening the word of God over everything else that was going through my mind every day. You know, there is so much power in declaring his word over your life. 
the more you declare it, the more your heart and mind will begin to believe it and accept it as truth. So I encourage you today to write down some biblical affirmations. Encourage yourself daily in these truths and begin believing what God says about you over every other voice. And so today we talked about our title was what did you say we talked about our self talk the way we talk about ourselves truly matters not just for our own life but for our legacy for our children and what they learn we talked about how important it is to really think about how we treat others how we talk to them because those will impact their lives forever and lastly we talked about what God says about us how he desires us to know who we are in him and to believe his word over all the other voices. I hope you enjoyed today's message. We'd love to connect with you. Follow Revive Moms on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If Revive Moms has been life-giving to you, then we'd love to connect with you as a church family. To learn more about Gravetop Church, visit gravetop.com or follow us on social media at Gravetop Church. Thanks for listening.